Welcome to Digital Hospitality. I am your host, Sean Walchef. This is a Cali BBQ Media production. We are in Benita, California at Funky Fries and Burgers with my man, Sebastian. Welcome to Digital Hospitality. Thanks for having me, brother. Oh man, I can't tell you how fired up I am. So you are an Instagram, YouTube phenomenon. You, uh, your brand is the essence of digital hospitality, which is why I was so excited to come and talk to an operator, somebody that is already at location number three. This is location number three, correct? Location number three, yeah. Okay, so location number three. When did you guys first open? Your first, your first uh, footprint was? First footprint was uh, 2016. We opened up in about a 400 square foot location. And um, honestly, ever since then, took to social media, uh, started getting that food porn, you know, those, those good food videos. Food porn? Yep. I've heard about food you porn. Heard of that? You heard of that a few times? I, food porn is a good thing. <laughs> it's actually a good thing to get likes and get engagement. Exactly, yeah. So we just started creating that content, and um, before you know it, a few uh, of these, uh, you know, insider, insider cheese, um, you know, all these food sites picked us up, and... Uh, How did they pick you up? Because I think that's I think that's important because well, it's, it's, everyone it's wants content. to grow their Instagram. Yeah. Account. So the the, the, ma- the major thing to grow an Instagram account or um, to grow any account is to have content. Yes. Uh, content is king. You know, so they say. King, yeah. Beautiful pictures. Uh, a lot of action shots, or you know, people love cheese pulls. Anything that you can do to get their attention. Yes. And uh, make them hungry and. That's that's just the, the name of the game. So we just had you know put out so many videos, pictures, all that kind of stuff. And uh, Instagram first or Instagram, Facebook or Instagram, how, how Facebook. Did you, Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. Okay. So then they reached out. They said, uh, "Do you mind if we take all these videos and pictures and compile them and make a video?" I was like, "Hell yeah, of course." So, <laughs> Wait, I think I think that's important because there's a lot of times. In old business, the way people would think is, well, you're going to be stealing my recipes. You're going to be stealing my concept. Yeah, that's, that's, that's like you said, the old, the old way of thinking. Why is that an old way of thinking? I mean, no one's going to steal concept. I mean, yeah, there's people because that are going to steal concepts. Because yeah, it's fucking hard. Because it's so fucking hard. If it was easy, everyone would open a restaurant. It's not easy to, yes. to, to, to do so. So, um, yeah, man, they took it. And uh, there's videos right now on YouTube and Facebook. You just go on the, go on the sites and find them. Seven million views, 10 million views. And um, that's from insane. There, yeah. Seven million, ten million. Yeah, I mean, big numbers. So. And part of the reason why I was so excited to talk to you is the video that you did with East County Eats, yeah. which is Kyle Whistle, who's yeah. also been on Behind the Smoke. That video itself has like three and a half million. Three and a half million views yeah. on East County Eats, by far his most popular. Definitely. And I watch Kyle do his thing because he's a gangster. He's, he's selling for Zillow. He yeah. sold our condo. He helped us buy our house in East Lake. Definitely. He's, yeah, he's absolutely. Good, he's good at what he, does. He, he literally is the Gary Vaynerchuk, the, the mayor of San Diego. <laughs> yeah. He does exactly what he's supposed to do, but also he does it in a video way. I mean, it's funny that we're talking about it because it was him and Brian that came in when Derek and I were recording our podcast with them, yeah. and they brought in a Mevo camera. So we were always audio first in our podcast for Behind the Smoke until Mr. Kyle Whistle brought this Mevo camera in, and he's <laughs> like, you don't mind if I record, do you? Of course not. Go ahead and fucking record. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Derek and I, right after that episode, we bought a Mevo camera so that we could record, which is what more podcasters are starting to understand that it's not just audio, it's video, yes. but there's another component. It's the written word. And the final piece, which is a digital hospitality piece, is the in-person interaction. Yeah. So Definitely. part of our thesis on this podcast, on this YouTube show, is to find people that understand that 
every business needs to be digital, yeah. but every business also needs to be in the hospitality business. Correct. And you I are think, in hospitality, whether you like it or not. You're, that's, that's well, the, you have to be. You have to if be. customer service, if, if doing great customer service, if that's your standard, that's fucking horseshit. Like, yeah. great customer service is treating someone like a human. Correct. Hospitality is going above and beyond. Correct. Before we started this podcast, we started talking about staff and about the things that are ingrained in our blood. And one of the most important things is that no one ever gets ignored. No. When someone walks into your business, they get smiled at. They get greeted. How can we help? Because it's about developing a memorable moment for that person that they're so excited that they have to go digital. Correct. They have to go on Instagram. They have to go on Yelp. They have to go on Google to post about your business because yep. no one's treated them like that. No. They went down the street. They went to Wendy's. They went to another shop. They went to, I mean, shit, we're in a mall. Yeah, and I they think could it, care less if you're there They could not. give a shit <laughs> if you can And it's so important in 2020 and beyond that every single business understands that like you have to embrace hospitality yeah. in a way that you never have before yeah because i'll tell you going to lowe's or going to home depot my wife she will pick where she goes based off of how she's treated same products yeah but it's how they treat her if she goes i'm looking for this color paint and someone actually takes her down and finds that off-white color of paint. Yeah. Or the other, or the, on the other, and the guy that shrugs and is like, oh, yeah, oh shit, sure, oh, it's, it's on aisle sixteen. Yeah, go ahead and go ahead and walk sixteen aisles down. Go that extra mile, you know? right? In my restaurants, if I if they walk, if, if a customer walks in and they're not greeted with a high welcome to Funkies, and is it your first time here? Would you like a rundown of the menu? I mean, I'm pulling, I'm pulling them in the back yeah. of the way, and why the fuck are you not giving them the full rundown? Yes. you got to give them the full experience because, like you said, customer service, basic customer service. And even good food is almost not good enough anymore. Correct. You need to create the experience when they walk in. Uh, you know, you got to just hit all all points to get all that the customer points. back in. All the points. Yeah. It, and that's part of the digital hospitality. Is these people have already the chances are, it's a high likelihood that they've already touched your business on your Instagram account, on your Yelp account, on yeah. your Google account. Somebody told them about that. Yeah. And that's where they're like, oh shit, that's the place. Exactly. They got the fucking, the video with the six million yeah, views. Yeah. I got to get that sandwich. Yeah, majority of people do their research before they come. My wife does. Yeah. Well, I mean, with she the, with, even, with she the Yelps, order, Instagrams, yeah, all this right? stuff, there's, there's really no reason not to. That's why yes. it's so important to make sure you have a, a good rep, a good name, a good product, uh, good customer service. Uh, well, you know, better above and beyond customer service Correct. because, you know... The, I mean, the Yelps are deadly, man. You, you well, know, it, it, it's the lifeblood of your business. Yeah, and you can see just based off of the analytics on Yelp, even without advertising, you can see this user has clicked on directions for your business. Exactly. This user has uploaded a photo. This user wrote a review. And like, no matter if it's a good review, bad review, by engaging with that customer, the chances are you're probably 10%, and that's generous, of, rest, of restaurants or businesses that even respond. Oh yeah. People don't even say thank you for a review, yeah. whether it's a one, two, three, four, or five. Yeah. I mean, either respond or say thank you. And they it's, actually came out with a new thing, I, like uh, pretty recently, where they made it easy just to say correct. thank you for correct. coming. Or one a, button, one, one button, button on and, the business on good. the business side of Yelp, you can yeah. literally click one button to thank somebody for yeah, responding. Yeah, thank exactly. Yeah. And that 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 t makes it easier for us as business owners because we're busy. Yeah, we, yeah I mean, we're busy. <laughs> we like to reply. We like to do all these things, but. We sometimes we can't, and sometimes it's expensive to hire someone that yes. can. Um, so that was a nice thing that they added, just to kind of give those people that gave you a nice review, or or even not a nice review, just so to say thank you. We have business owners in all different parts of their journey, whether they have multiple locations, whether they're right ready to launch their business, whether they own a brand. But one <coughs> of the things that I find fascinating is 
that first oh shit where you're jumping off the cliff and you're like, yeah, this is it. I'm going to do this. I'm going to get that 400 square feet and we're going to open up a fucking restaurant. Yeah, man. Where, I mean, how, take, uh, take me back to, to that. I mean, honestly, it's a... Uh, it's a long time. It seems like a long time ago. It seems so. Let's see, you know, because, uh, you know, it's, it's almost almost five years. Five years, four restaurants sold. It was a open a Mexican restaurant, sold it. And um, so almost five years, opened four restaurants, got rid of one. Now I'm, now I'm three, Funky Fries only. Um, huge growth. Um, but, you know, we're, this is transparency. Sometimes it's too big of a growth. Yeah. So when we start, when I started out, I had zero experience in the restaurant industry. Um, I just had, you know, I was always in uh, my family, you know, gas station, liquor store, you know, always in something in retail. And um, I had this on paper probably two years before I even opened. Mm -hmm. uh, just, you know, the recipes. Uh, now, these are things you cook at home or things that you I, had just seen? Honestly, I just want, I've always been a business owner or I've always wanted to own my own business or always run the family business. I knew I was never going to work for anyone. Yeah. So I, uh, I said, fuck it. And I just wrote everything down, put it on paper. And I didn't know when the right time was going to be. I just wanted to have it, throw it in my safe. Cool. We actually had a little spot open up, um, uh, in one of the, in our, in the, in our strip mall that's located next to our store. And, uh, I was like, you know what, man, fuck it. Let's just try to, let, let's just do it. Yeah. So, um, started it up. Uh, were you married at the time? Not married, just fucking, not no responsibility, but not, um, it, in my head, I was like, all right, I'm going to try it. If I take a loss, I lose. What's the worst What's that the worst? I lose 60, 70 grand. At least grand. I fucking tried. I tried it. It is what it is. Yep. So, tried it, um, you know, literally never what been, year? Never what been year in a kitchen. This? 2016. 2016, yeah. okay. So, ne never been in a kitchen, never, uh, I never held a fucking spatula, you know what yeah. I mean? So, uh to uh, fr uh, some friends of the family, they were cooks. Um, they left one of their jobs, came in and just kind of helped me put it all together. You know, I said, I want to make a garlic aioli. I have no idea how to make a garlic aioli. Yeah. You know, I, I just know it from eating it or whatever. Sure. So they helped me put all this stuff together, helped me get my way around the kitchen, helped me perfect some recipes. And then um, from there, just uh, opened up, like, you know, started these videos, Started posts on Instagram. So where would the comps concept come from? Was it food porn right out the bat? It was. It, it was kind of <laughs> like. Well, I'm making the food porn no, no. restaurant. So here's here's <laughs> really how it went was I wanted to just open a like a. Cause I'm sure, bro, you're a foodie. Just yeah, probably just like I, me is absolutely. I, I, I'll go. I, I would go to a taco shop and fucking. Hey, uh, can I? I have an opinion about food. Shocking, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My so, wife has a couple opinions yeah, about food yeah. too. <laughs> but I would just put different shit on carne asada fries or just do that. So. It just hit me, you know, like I said, a few years before I even opened, just like a custom fry shop. It was just going to be it's funky. Amazing. It was just going to be funky fries. So then I'm putting all this stuff together and I'm- I mean, you, have, and you I'm, have fucking mac and cheese on top of fries. I showed my son. My son's yeah. almost three years old. The video before we came into this yeah, podcast. Yeah. He's like, oh, dad. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Now we're talking. <laughs> exactly, like, exactly. exactly. We're talking. You to fucking, that, it's know. really smart. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> Those that, are two of his favorite things yeah. in this, on this earth. That was it, man. I mean- and then the the way it came to Funky Fries and Burgers, I, you know, it was strictly fries. And then you make the pizza burger. And I'm like, I mean, the pizza fries. And they yeah. like, all right, I can make a fucking pizza burger. I already have half the shit anyway. Yep. So, you know, let's make a pizza burger. Tried it. It was amazing. Same thing, uh, you know, we had bacon, mac, and cheese fries. Yes. All right, cool. Let's make a bacon, mac, and cheese burger. And then uh, that's when me and uh, one of the cooks that, that, that helped me out in the beginning, we made a fried mac and cheese patty. That's fried incredible. Fried mac and cheese patty. 
and that was like i know they had it back east mm-hmm. um but that was like the first out here no one awesome. no one had that stuff so um then it just started slowly you know we just added the burgers and it became funky fries and burgers and um the shakes also uh i mean we're known for our freak shakes and uh we you know we have freak shakes yeah like instagrammable shakes instagrammable shakes boom that's what it's about, man. It is. No one gives a fuck about you a regular with chocolate shake no, you fucking eat with whipped cream eyes. and a cherry. Absolutely. They want, they want, you know, you've seen those crazy oh, Bloody Marys we, with the, we know with the all bacon the and Marys. this and them. that and, you know, all that stuff. That's what yeah. they want to see. They want to they take a picture. They want a fucking fried chicken They might in not the even eat it. No, exactly. They just want they to just take, take the, the picture. Correct. But that's, that's the beauty of social media. They bought it. That's cool. We made our money on it. They're taking a picture. If they don't eat it, that's on them. But the next person seeing that, what the fuck is that? I want that. Look at that fucking thing dripping with this. And it's got a cupcake and boom, boom. And then that person comes in. That's that's what it's about. That's what, you know, social media is for. It's for creating that content, creating that, what the fuck? Oh, my God. You know, we the put, hype. We and, put a rubber duck in a fishbowl cocktail. I saw that. <laughs> Literally multiple different types of ducks. And now we've branched out. And now we have turtles and we have all different kinds of fuck. But yeah. it's it's literally, it was, we had a fishbowl, which is a big, large Mai Tai drink. Yeah. Everyone has that. But then we put, for the photo shoot, we put a fucking rubber duck in the fishbowl. Blew up. We accidentally printed that picture of the fishbowl with the rubber duck on the menu and then people started ordering it and they go where's my rubber duck oh no shit like uh i don't know yeah we started ordering rubber ducks now i'm in the rubber duck business that's all kinds of rubber fucking ducks but it's it's now you gotta put your name on the rubber duck they take it home exactly when they're taking a bubble bath they're gonna see it and they're gonna go back to fucking cali barbecue but that is the evolution of the world that we live in because it is visual and because it is audio and because it is you want to taste it, but you also, it, it's a shareable thing. Yeah. You know, you want to see it and you want, it gives you that desire to want to go to that business. Yes. And I think one of the most interesting things for me on the business side is you can want to have a f- food porn business and you can make a bunch of incredible food that looks sexy one time. But in order to make it a business, you have to be able to make that shake or that fry with a line of 15 people who want the same thing. Yeah, can you tell us, can you tell me about the operational challenges of ticket times and getting yeah. food like that so out? That was sexy a, food out. Yeah, sexy food. I mean, <laughs> sexy food really takes time. It is what it you is. Gotta put, you got to put lipstick yeah. on. You got to yeah. yeah. dress that fucker up. The, the whole thing, I mean, what I what I learned and, you know, learning from, uh, I love to, like, I would love to just talk to you and just get your advice. So I, I know a lot of restaurant guys. So just mm-hmm. talking to them and, you know, having zero restaurant experience, it's like consistency on top of the good food. If it's good, make sure it's always good. Quality. The quality control and, you know. Ray Kroc. You have a you have a fucking Big Mac here, and you have a Big Mac in Bulgaria. It's the same fucking Big Mac. It's the fucking same, exactly. You will not be disappointed. Yeah, yeah. So with the freak shakes and all that stuff and and ticket times, um, when we brought them, when when we started making them, we timed ourselves when we made it. So if there was something that was taking too long to do, I would. How uh, long? Um, a freak shake, probably from start to finish, takes about six minutes. Six minutes. Yeah, and I mean that's I, honestly they can get them out sooner. That's what I did. Is I 
Well, you I have to have the, a standard. I, well, I took the. the is it the a five star? Is it a five star? Yeah, is it a five star Yelp review that's going to come of it, exactly. or is it a two star? Like, exactly. you can get it out. Yeah. Like, we can get a tailgater out, but if it's shitty food, correct? Like, I don't want it going out. Exactly. Don't fucking put it out. Exactly. exactly. Like, just don't. And that's do what it. I tell you know. That's what I tell the employees. If it doesn't look good to you, if you don't, if you wouldn't eat it, if you don't want to take a photo of it, exactly. right when it hits the table, don't fucking take it out. Yeah. Don't don't, don't bring it out. Don't bring it out. I'm not even going to get mad. Yeah. You don't like it, boss. I don't like this. We'll fix the other problem. Exactly, because there's exactly. a different problem that's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I we, agree with that 100. Yeah. percent Well, a lot. Also, a lot of the freak shakes. I'm sure we'll get some shots of them. Uh, we prep the rims every morning, so we okay. probably prep like five, ten. So you got each. pars. Yes. So you have pars based off of volume for each yeah, different location. Yeah, we know roughly how much yeah. you're selling. We know, you know, we know, we know how it goes. And I mean, sometimes you you sell out, and then you're making them to order. That's when yep. it starts to take 10, 12 minutes. Correct. You're whipping up these rims from scratch, and um, you know, you, you you'll see it's a. Uh, you know, they're, they're placing candy. They're making it really beautiful to make that experience for them, those people to take Absolutely. those pictures. There's places that try and mimic and... Uh, it's pictures and video. Yeah, and they'll yeah. just fucking put some whipped cream and dab it and some mm-hmm. stuff. It looks like shit, you know? So there's a reason that people come back for well, this ex- all the time. It's the exponential power of social media marketing is yeah. that literally it can be on Snapchat. It can be on TikTok. It can be on Facebook. It can be on Instagram. It can be on Instagram stories, but it's... Now it's not just me as one person going and telling my buddies, hey, I just had this fucking incredible shake. Yeah. It's me telling whatever, hundreds of people, some people have thousands, some people have hundreds of thousands, millions of followers, where they actually are like, oh shit, that's the spot. Exactly. Like you just put a fucking flag in the ground and now I have to go to there. And, and the thing is also, it has to taste good. There's Absolutely, a, it has to well, taste good. Well, thank you. you know, no, thank you for the, saying The thing that. is, a, a lot of people will open this, these places up or... You know, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't open it it's and say, I'm going to open a food, a food porn place. It just became that. <laughs> you know, it became that. You know, what is it? Diet it, starts tomorrow diet is what it tomorrow. says on the wall. <laughs> yeah, correct. Your, uh, your funky diet. Yeah. Funky-o. Yeah. So, I love but, it. But, you know, it's like you have to create the gimmick. Yes. The gimmick is funky fries, crazy fries, crazy it's the burgers. Brand. Yeah, but you have to follow it up with quality. Absolutely. Because they're going to come in to say, oh, well, what the fuck is all this shit? And if they come in and it's mediocre, they're never coming back. Oh, absolutely not. So you got to give them the show. You got to give them, first off, you got to give them the hospitality. Mm-hmm. You got to give them the rundown of the menu. You got to make them feel like they're they're wanted. You know, you give them the ooh-wow. And then when they taste it, it's yep. got to be ooh-wow. Correct. If not, you know, I see, I'm sure you, you see these places closing, oh, yeah. open and closing, you know, daily. So I, I mean, that's the... The most impressive thing is when you can build a brand or a business that's not only sustainable, but that you actually want to open up another location. And yeah. you're here on number three. Yeah. And back to what you said, there, there's challenges. You're open in Plaza Bonita Mall. And, yeah. you know, malls across America have their own challenges. Big yeah. box retail are f- facing their own challenges, yeah. trying to figure out how do I deal with Amazon Prime when my wife can sit in bed and we have two young children. Yeah. And instead of going down to the mall, fighting parking, coming into a store where she's not greeted, yeah. where if she's looking for her size, no one cares. Like, you know, this floor is messy. It just, it, it's, it, it doesn't, there's the energy isn't there. Exactly. Instead, she just presses one button on her phone yep. and the next day somebody brings a, a package yeah, and she's prime. like, it's Christmas. <laughs> like every yeah. day is Christmas. Every day is Christmas. So how do you compete with that? You compete with that with experience. You compete yeah. with that with hospitality. You compete with that with quality. Yeah. And like, that's why I'm so excited to talk to business owners like you because you, it's in your blood. It's in your DNA. You yeah. can't. You can't help it's it. It's part of the brand. It it's, is. It's, it's not. A... And your greatest opportunity is that we're living through this digital revolution where 
now your story can be told all over the world. Yeah. Your story can help another business owner that's on the other side of the world. Yeah. It's on the other side of the country. Yeah, it's the cool stuff about this is, I mean, you just get a, you know, like you said, people are going to see this in New York and, uh, you know, Michigan, it's Canada, go Australia. Yeah, I mean, we're so lucky say, to have people that yeah. listen to digital hospitality, that listen to Behind the Smoke, that continue to follow the journey. Like, we are grateful and they reach out. You know, they tell us things that resonate with them and things that some business owner says that might have saved them, you know, from some catastrophic, catastrophic spending too much money on a build out, you know, spending, yeah. not buying enough well, insurance. I can, I can tell you about that. Oh, yeah. Tell us about <laughs> it. I'd love to hear I about mean, it. I mean, this place, I mean, uh, like I, I'm sure you guys will get some, you know, some bureau of this. Place so your first location, four hundred square feet. Second location, how many? How? Second location, thousand square feet. Thousand. In, uh, so that's, San that's Diego. Two and a half times. Yeah, that's and then move the small location over to about uh, eighteen hundred square feet. Eighteen hundred. So now you're. Yeah. So you keep adding. Keep adding. Okay. So we don't want to keep adding and make it just huge. We, we just, we need a yeah, certain don't, amount. Yeah, don't, don't do now. that. Now, now you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we have 5,700 square feet. If we yeah, open exactly. another location, it'll be half that. Exactly. Because you, 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 you learn what you Less need, you learn more, what you don't yes. need. And um, yeah, man, I mean, talk, talking about build-outs, I mean, this place. What was your budget at build-out? I mean, 375 was. 375 was, was on what? On paper, wrote that's it down. What you, and I'm, <clears throat> I'm pretty decent savvy when it comes to building stuff and uh, yeah, you're you know, cost no, no, no one pricing yeah. and, and stuff like that. But coming here where it's the mall, yep, it's not owner builder. So I, I build all these places on my own. You Correct. Know, my pops or you know hire people and yep. and, and get it done. So oh you need you need to have a contractor and he has to have uh, seven million. In, yeah, seven in insurance. million. I'm in like, insurance. Correct. All right. After I signed the lease, I'm like, uh, oh shit. How like, long is the lease? All right, cool. Uh, ten years. Ten five, years. Five, yeah. Okay, five to five. So, yeah, I'm like, fuck. Okay, so there's a cost right there. Boom, 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 and it started building up. And I'm like, all right, I could build this. We we're gonna build a canopy in El Cajon, mm -hmm. and it was gonna cost me uh like thirty something, thirty grand. So I was like, all right, this is gonna cost me. I'm, I'm gonna just double it for fun on my numbers. I'm gonna yeah. go high. I always add a little gravy on top. Sure. It's gonna cost me sixty grand. This fucking canopy outside. Cost me like $190,000. Holy shit. That motherfucker told me you can land two helicopters on there. I said, <laughs> I don't need to. But I don't need it. it. But you know what I mean? They, they said, but I, that's, need, I need to feed my baby. I have a, exactly, I have a newborn. man. This is what I need to do. So I don't really, need two helicopters half, on my Half of what I just canopy. budgeted for the whole place yeah. went outside. I don't know that I have to dig seven feet, seven yep. foot deep caissons and... Uh, and uh, of course, you know, the contractor, it rained for fucking four days. Of course. Oh, fuck, I lost four days. Now I got to bring in this equipment. Yes. It cost me an extra 10 grand. There was, a, there was another foundation, mm -hmm. another slab of concrete two feet down. Come on. Swear to God. So he said, he called me up. I, uh, this is, I'm, I'm having my, uh, I'm in the hospital. My wife just had a, our, our kid. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Which is like, this is, welcome to business. Like when you own a business life happens Correct. and there's never a great time to have a child but whenever you have a child is the biggest blessing in oh, the world huge. it changes everything yeah it changes it, perspective it, you, you forget about the two helicopters landing on your thing yeah. you, you realize <laughs> that in the big scheme of things it will all work itself out if yeah. you keep doing what you want to do yeah. well funny another funny thing he said if there's an earthquake you when tell, you win there's he said, if there, yeah he said tell everyone to come under your canopy oh yeah said, they ain't going nowhere okay good so, so I'll, be, I'll be i'll be here yeah exactly so the, you know it, it's all but then again i i really uh stand by uh you know 
I, I love to learn from a yes. from a lesson. You know what I mean? That's, if you, you people know, are scared of mistakes and they're scared no, of it's, failing. You it's, have to learn, that's where man. the biggest growth happens. Yeah. So now open another one. Yeah. My three seventy five budget is out the fucking door. Oh yeah. If I do something, if you do something of this size, something of this size, maybe you now, resize. Now it. you know. Now you learn. Correct. So I'll never build a canopy again. <laughs> I'll fucking tell you that right now. I promise um, you, I'll never build a canopy. Ever. How about how about the? Um, do you guys do delivery? Um. Yes, we do uh, DoorDash. I'm sorry, we do uh, DoorDash? Yes, DoorDash and Uber. DoorDash and Uber. Yeah. Delivery is scary, man. It's very scary. It's very scary. It's like the mafia. Yeah, I read a stat. They they take half your leg? Yeah, that's basically what it is. Right? By 2022, this this was a stat that came out in uh, some kind of tech magazine. I forget where I read it. By 2022, 30 to 40% of your sales will be through tablets. Yeah. How fucking scary is that for us? A lot. 30 or 40% of my business that I'm already struggling to make a penny on. Correct. They're going to take 25 to 30% of it. Correct. How do you combat that? So now it's like, I'm, I don't, I don't, it's like, I'm, I'm at the point where, okay, fuck it. Do I just get every fucking tablet yeah. and get ahead of the game and adjust? I even thought about kicking them to the fucking curb. I do mm-hmm. 10 grand a month in one location and one tablet. I yep. was like, what if I don't have it? Will I get half those customers back? I'll still make more money. Yep. So, um, really, to combat it is, uh, and this this is something that uh, that I share with a lot of people that tell me, oh, they're getting tablets. I said you have to make these cards. I learned this from a John. You Taff- have to do what? I'm gonna I'm oh, gonna tell you about these cards. Perfect. So I learned this from a John. Taff- I I love watching Don- John Taffer. He's mm-hmm. a smart motherfucker. Yeah. So he said, obviously he's in a f- more fine dining, not like you know how how I am. Uh, it doesn't matter. We all, we all will learn from each other yeah. if you're willing to listen. Yeah. So he said the, uh, you know, uh, the waitress will come over. How was everything cool? Oh, everything was great. Here's a card for 20% off next time. Yeah. You get that customer back one more time. When they come in and they redeem that 20% card, you give them a 10% card. Or you, well, this is how I do it. 2010 and a free dessert. But he was like, okay, try our ribs. Something mm-hmm. low cost. Yep. Try a half rack ribs on the house next time. Yep. Boom. You bring them back. Incredible. In. By the third time, you give them a the fucking dessert, cost you two bucks, a cheesecake. Hey, you like cheesecake? Here's this for the next time. Um, they came in three times. If they're going to have a three times a great meal, they're going to come back. Forever. And they're going to start paying full price now. Forever. Forever. Yeah. They say like the odds are 70 to 80%. If you get someone to come three times, you have a customer for life. Yep. So I took that and I put it on the... Uh, I applied it to uh, delivery to tablets. So now, when they get a, when they get a their first delivery, I send a twenty percent. Actually, every delivery in gets person. a twenty percent coupon for in person for dine in or phone order only. Got it. So now you try and eliminate the Ubers or whatever yep. and bring them in. Brilliant. And hopefully they're going to spend some Brilliant. more. When they come redeem that twenty, we're going to do that. I shoot them a ten. You we're, should do that. We will do that. Absolutely, you have to. No, we absolutely because you will. have to combat it somehow. Uh, you're absolutely right. So and when that's they do that, something I give them a that 10. we talk about in our management yeah. meetings every week. And back to. So everything we talk about, we'll put links in the show notes, but I heard um, John Taffer on Gary Vaynerchuk's Ask Gary V, and he broke that down very well for restaurant owners. Yes. So we'll put a link in there um, to that episode, but that's very, I mean, it very was like, important. I was like, fuck, this guy's fucking it's very right. important. Real quick, it was, you know. Absolutely. So, because we're, we're all creatures of habit. Yes. So if we start building in habits, like we all know where we go and back to having a family and raising kids like you're gonna go where you're comfortable yeah so if me and my wife decide that okay we're comfortable bringing our kids here or we're comfortable 
we, we know we like that food, we're going to call and that's going to become part of our routine, whether yeah. it's once a week, whether it's once a month. Like we have a list. These are the places that we go and these are the places we don't yeah. go. You need to get on that list. Exactly. If you're not on that list, you will not sustain yeah. the business. And that's how you got it. You got it. And you just have to hook them. Yes. One, two, three times. Yes. Boom. They love it. Absolutely. You know? and, well, and and that, that goes back. You got to have a flawless three times. Flawless. You have to have that customer service. You got to have the gimmick. You got to follow it up with the, with the quality because <clears throat> not being consistent on those three points, you'll get fucked. It is. It is what it is. It is what it and is. People, no, you know, it's and, so and, and unfortunately, people are looking. They're looking to pick you out. They're looking to pick you for apart. sure. For so sure. That, well, that's why it goes back know. to, and you can't build a sustainable model on a gimmick discount either, which is why Groupon never works. Never is that because if we discount our tailgater, which is our all you can not all you can eat, but it's all of our slow smoke meats, family style for five people, yeah. and it's seventy dollars. But that's the best seventy dollars you'll spend at the restaurant. That's what we make our, make all of our money on. That's our our number one to go. But yeah. if we do a Groupon where that's half off and someone can pay thirty five dollars, why would they ever want to pay seventy five? Never. They're, They're never going to pay that. Never. It's the same thing when you do any kind of Groupon, which yeah. is why this is different. Twenty percent, that's fine. Twenty percent, you can yeah. you can you can live with the acquisition cost of a lifetime generational customer. Yeah, yeah. Right? Well, you try and get them in also. You know, it's, it's 20% is to co combat the 25 or 30. Correct. That you're going to lose. Correct. So you, make, you might make 5 or 10% more, and then you give them that 10%, and they might say, fuck it, I'm not going to order on here. I'm going to save 10% plus delivery fees, all that stuff, and come in. But then that's when you hook them with the experience. Sure. They're not going to be able to order a freak shake to go. Yeah. They're not going to hear someone... Hey, Bill, welcome back. They're not going to hear that. So that's the that's the whole part of the hospitality and, and everything like you're saying is you just really have to create an experience from start to finish. So how many employees do you have now? Uh, I believe 55 between all three. 55. 55. Woof. Just like us. Fuck. 55 people. How do you, moti how, how do you motivate um, in this day and age? <laughs> I mean, that, you know, mon money and hours is not even enough anymore. Yeah. You know. Don't get me wrong. You have the great you have the great core set of people that you that you start off with, and absolutely, uh, you know. But then there's going to be the people that come and go, and there's you can't do anything about those about you, those guys. All you all you can do is do what you're doing, and that's stay true to your brand yeah. and stay true to who you are. And people will be compelled to work at places that are doing things differently. Yeah that aren't just doing things just for the paycheck or just for the hours. You're teaching someone life skills yeah. that most likely they're at a young age, they're an entry level position, but they're learning hospitality that they'll never learn if they just go to school no. or if they just go to an office job. Yeah. What you learn when you actually have to ask someone and take them through your menu, take them through why it's important that they order the things that they order, yeah. help them anticipate needs Oh, you you have a, you have a child? Would you like a high chair? Like all those things, those are that anticipation uh -huh. of understanding. It's not just answering the phone because the phone rang. Exactly. It's knowing what to say. Yep. When the phone rings. Name. You got like you know we have to say your name. Uh, make sure you say the location. I mean, it's just you could go. We could go on and on about how detail oriented we have to be uh, as owners to tell these people how to act and react to to customers. I would love for you to talk about your choice to use one Instagram account instead of three. Uh, to be honest with you, I just know that we grew one so large and I went, I, 
I know that I was able to grow it during the Instagram kind of boom. Yes. Um, I knew that I wasn't going to be able to replicate it once, twice. So one once one account, it's twenty uh, almost twenty thousand followers. Uh, all organic, no no bots, no nothing was used. So we really those are people that really follow you and engage with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I just didn't I, I didn't feel like we we're going to be able to do that. So you know you put all the locations and then you do specials per location. Mm-hmm. Um, just. That's really. That's I think not, it's really. That, I think it's really smart. Yeah, I think that was really I, but I think it's thing. just. It's and it's more work. It's, it's a lot more work to do it, and but it's also. Do you have the same menu at all three locations? Yeah. So same menu that helps. Yeah. Oh yeah. That helps. If I, probably honestly, if I had different different uh, different menus, that would mm-hmm. probably be a big point where I would do mm-hmm. something different because you know you're taking pictures of obviously not the same things. Yeah. So. That would probably be a, a deciding factor, but but these are all the important things that you all. I mean, because it's not just Instagram; it's Facebook, it's Twitter, it's yeah. Yelp. I mean, Yelp is a different business location, physical address. Which yeah, yes, yeah. you have to have a, a separate page, but all those things have to be updated. <laughs> yeah, constantly, right? constantly, constantly. You have to feed the feed the beast, Correct. the internet beast, <laughs> the digital beast, and it's always fucking hungry. It's always hungry. You know, um, what kind of what what kind of plans do you have for for this year? 2020 um honestly man i i like honesty yeah i mean you know you we took off 400 square feet right yeah crazy doing like 90 grand out of 400 square feet insane unheard of that's insane i told one of my guys he's a stock guy he said that's more per square foot than a fucking than uh than shake shacks (laughs) but obviously it's 400 square feet it's it's amazing but but it's a cool it's fucking insane cool cool how the 400 square feet is it just a window i mean how big is the kitchen 300 380 yeah i know it was probably uh (laughs) probably 70 square foot 80 square feet of holy shit you know entryway how many fryers uh, Two fryers. Holy fuck! Yeah, bro. Oh five, my five, god. Five, six people in the kitchen. At, you know. But the, that the is, one, that's one thing, impressive shit. Yeah, I that's mean, like fucking Manhattan shit. Yeah, I mean, we, listen, we grew really fast and we're very fortunate. Um, this place, I'm not gonna say I rushed into it, um, but basically, what I'm trying to say is, don't go too fast. Go sure. fast. Strike while the iron's hot. Don't go too fast. For any, for anyone listening, that's the major thing, and especially if you have a uh, if you have a, a I'll take myself for example, blew up crazy. People are coming out of the woodworks. I want to, I want to, uh, franchise. I want to take this. Let's take it here. Let's do this. Keep that to yourself. Don't, yeah. don't, uh, don't go for the quick money yet. Um, uh, my goal is to franchise, mm-hmm. not now when I'm ready to do it, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Cause, uh, listen, I don't want to manage 60 fucking people my whole life yeah. or more, you more. know, as I grow. Yeah, for so, sure. Um, the goal for this year is to really just dial in these three. Yep. Maybe towards the end of the year, open open a fourth. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, midway through the year, we'll we'll, we'll talk about it. Uh, as long as all these are on on point and on pace to to keep growing, and um, I'm already in the works for the franchise uh, mm-hmm. paperwork and policies and procedures and all that stuff. Uh, that's the goal. And like you know, you have two kids. I got yeah. two, I got two kids. I'm not trying to work fucking 70 hours a week anymore. Well, you, you it know. goes back to, do you want to work in your business or on your business? Correct. And you can, and, and, and that's, like you, there's yeah. a point where you have to be in your business. Absolutely. As you're growing, you, you have to face, be in you it. have to be. I mean, I have one in, location, in we're 11 years in, yeah. but like I know now where we're going to go and that's doing media. Yeah. So we're going to continue to add clients to our media <coughs> roster to help them do what we've done. But back to your point is that you have you got to find your playground. Yeah. You know what is your playground? What is your core 
component that drives you every single morning to wake up to do what you do to build your brand. Yeah. But then all the other stuff, there's other people that can probably do it better than us. Absolutely. And like that's that's as as a man, it's yeah. probably one of my biggest weaknesses. Really, dude, I I don't have to do it. Some I can actually probably hire somebody that will do a better job than me. Yeah. yeah. Doing opening the restaurant. Yeah. Closing the restaurant. Exactly. Doing the checklist. Like, and guess what? My general manager, Eric, he does that fucking 500 times better than I could ever yeah. do. Because yeah. I just can't, I have to do something else. Yeah. No, no, just, no I, I know. It's in exactly my fucking blood. Think, I can't yeah. help myself. Yeah, man. You got you to gotta find your, where you're the most productive. Because mm-hmm. I could go work the kitchen every day. What, what am I doing? I'm working in the business. I'm not looking for new locations. Yep. I'm not um, looking on ways on how to improve. It's just like you said, if you're working in it, you can't work on it. Yes. So. That's a, I mean, that's a whole another topic. You could talk about employment and uh, no, you know. for sure. Well, I, one thing I do want to talk about is, is family business because yeah. um, Vianne, who's your sister, she works me out and she works out Jim Trotter at Tenth Planet Spring Valley. Yeah. We've had Andy Murad on the podcast. We've had Prince Tiger Smalls, um, nice great on guys the, on the podcast as well. They have an incredible business. Their gym. They're trying to open up another. I know Andy's trying to open up another location. Um, but your sister, she is a fucking tough. Oh man, she is very tough. Yeah. She, she both kicks, of them. She's a twin, so that, uh, I mean, they're they're both crazy. <laughs> so, but they also help out in the business. Oh yeah, and like that's part of the village mentality. My family, you know, growing up in restaurants, you 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 kind of have to. Yeah, but that's part that's part of the growth. I couldn't I couldn't have been, I couldn't have had you know open total of four restaurants in this you know almost five years without honestly you know my sister's mom dad mom runs all, all the all the back end stuff mm-hmm. payroll you know does you know everything everything people have to get paid end. exactly they don't, there's, yeah. there's no shop and they help me with operations they they're the ones if you know if it wasn't for them i couldn't grow how, how i'm growing mm-hmm. and i and i probably wouldn't have i probably would have stayed with one if it was just a one-man show mm-hmm. who, who knows what would have happened so they are uh, a big factor and a big reason of why I am where I am. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my pops is a fucking handyman. He knows, literally, he knows like 60% of everything. <laughs> That's he, great. He can do like a 60% <laughs> of a plumbing job or, you know, he, he just knows everything, man. So he probably saves me on every build 20 grand. For sure. Just Easily. easy on shit that he can do. Yeah. Um, so he's a huge help. Mom's a, everyone's a huge help. It's, it's definitely a family, a family affair over here. Um, but like I said, I, I wouldn't probably be where I am without them. There's no, there's no way. And the other thing I wanted to ask you about is your wife, because yeah. I know for myself that no man can accomplish anything he wants if he doesn't have a stronger woman at home. Yeah. And tell me a little bit about. I mean, she is very supportive. Um, I think in this business, you don't really have a choice. You have to be supportive because we come home sometimes, we're stressed. We're <laughs> the amount of hours. Up, the, the amount, amount of, of hours. And- I, I mean, Whatever I, you plan for your day, once you get into it never and works. you're in operations, never works. all of a sudden... My goal is to always be proactive and not reactive. Yeah. When I'm when I was managing the restaurant, it was all reactive yeah. to what was happening, and it wasn't me being proactive. So yeah. back to on and in the business. But yeah. you're absolutely yeah. right. Is you have to have somebody that understands. Hey, when I get home, I might not even want to talk about any of it. Yeah. Or I might want to tell you about every fucking thing that happened. Yeah. And you don't even need to respond. <laughs> you don't even, in, just I, let me I, I, I could talk to let a fucking wall at that point. Let me, <laughs> let me tell you how fucking six cooks didn't show up today. And, I, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm working three locations, yeah. three shifts. You yeah, know? exactly. You know, it is what it is. But, you know, you ha- definitely um, 
like I said, if, if it wasn't for my immediate family, it would be hard to grow. And if it wasn't for to have a strong wife at home and uh, someone that you could talk to and, you know, even someone that, you know, she's not in the restaurant industry. She doesn't know shit about this. Yeah. Stuff, but someone that can even give you an opinion of because, you know, you're someone on the outside looking in might even see something that you're not seeing. So Correct. I've, she's given me. But she knows you. Yeah, she knows She me. knows you better than anyone oh, on this yeah, planet. Definitely. So just you saying the things and being vulnerable with her helps her give you guidance. And I yeah. know that for myself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that the more that I share with my wife, yeah. the more that she gives me advice that no one else can give me. Yeah. yeah. You know. They're smarter than we think. <laughs> much smarter, much smarter <laughs> than we think. And they're, they're always right, too. That's for sure. Fuck. Damn right. <laughs> if you're watching, you're right. You're right, baby. You know you're right. Um, so how can people find you? Um, just Google. Ask Alexa. Yeah, ask add Siri. You want you type in funky fries and burgers, we're popping. And up. if we don't show up, then you're pissed. No, we we're problem. gonna figure it out. We, we got, got a, a fucking problem. problem. Yeah. Type in best burger in San Diego, you'll probably catch us. Boom. Um, we did the uh, the reader event. They do the best burger in San Diego uh -huh. burger and beer event. Uh, their first year, we won first place. Second year, uh, second year, second place. Third year, be uh, it was like either either best in show or most. Uh, Unique burger, something like that. But three, awesome. year, three years in a row, um, fucking headline in that. You know, everyone was just, before we started, we had a line of maybe 60 people and everyone else was empty. But they just wanted to try Funky Fries. That's the best. It was it was crazy, man. That's so the best. We, well, won, we won best first time best burger with uh, our pulled pork burger. Uh, second year with our bacon mac and cheese burger. Nice. And the third year, I think that's why I won. It was either best in show or most unique. I put them both together and I made a full pork burger with a fried mac and cheese patty <laughs> and people were just fucking losing it. Bro. That's they were like, fantastic. Yeah, they were tripping out. That is out. fucking fantastic. And everyone's giving samples, yeah. you know, fucking like this. They're coming to us and they're getting a quarter you, of a, you that's, know, a big That's ass. a great point. No, that's a great point. If you get invited to participate in a food event you or show up. like, Treat it like a fucking Super Bowl. Like yeah. treat it like it is the most important thing. And I don't yeah. care if you're going to a church, if you're going to a local fire station. If you leave your four walls and you go somewhere, go with everything. You have you to bring your fucking A team. Yeah, and you bring can, it. I could have just did a. Classic Otherwise, burger. what the fuck are you doing? Nothing. What are you doing? Who's going to so come, come see you for a regular burger? Uh, you know, so many people they send their new staff or staff that don't care. I do. Like, I you do get, every single get your fucking ass there. Like yeah. I was there. My wife is when yeah. we first started. We would be at everything, and I'm even afraid. now I'm, I'm only, afraid to yeah, not go. Absolutely, you know, even if I'm not. That's an opportunity. Yeah, it's an opportunity. I mean, there's, uh, I think, like two thousand people, you know, come to these things. Yes. So if you get, I, you know, I, I know for sure because I, I would hand out coupons. Yeah. That are from the reader event. Beautiful. For them to come. So you in. knew. So I know. So you knew. How many? Am I really getting across? Yeah. I won't even do the fucking event anymore. Yeah. If I'm not getting it anymore, it's a not a waste of a day. But you know, you it's it's money. It's time. It's labor. It's everything. Yes. So, but if I'm not getting something Purpose from driven. it, yeah. Yes. So, but every all three years that I did it, I mean, social media, hundred hundreds of people Correct. tagging us, yes. hundreds of shares, people coming and redeeming those coupons because they like the yes. sample. That's what it's about. If I don't win fucking first place, second, who cares? The food. It's the, the magic. Food. It's literally the digital hospitality magic is when you activate offsite. Yeah. When you activate offsite and you do it the same way you do it in that at your shop, yeah. all of a sudden you're like, I'm exposed to all these people right in fucking in front of them. Yeah. 
And they're like, oh, I met the owner. Yeah, the owner exactly. was here. And I, I got, got my, I got my dad yelling in line, try Funky Fries and Burgers, <laughs> come on down. And you know, people are like, hey, that guy Sam, man, Sam the owner, he's fucking great. I'm like, yeah, he's amazing, you know? <laughs> but he's that guy, you know, he's, he it's was- the best. Yeah. You gotta put your characters, the, the you gotta put your characters yeah. in the right play. The, uh, the market we had next to my original location, uh, we had it for 33 years. So they would, you know, my dad was like a staple. And of course. You know, they, Sam the mayor, they used to call him. Sam the mayor. <laughs> so it's, uh, vote for Sam. I yeah, like vote that. for Sam. Exactly. Well, thank exactly. you guys for listening to the podcast. Uh, we're going to do a behind the scenes YouTube episode. Um, obviously, you've made us very fucking hungry for some of these shakes. Yeah, and let me take, let me take care of you guys, man. Let me take um, care of you guys. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, Cali BBQ Media. Obviously, check out Funky Fries and Burgers on yeah. Instagram, on Facebook. You guys on Twitter? No Twitter. You will be afterwards. Let's do uh, it. We'll get you set up. Let's we'll do it. Get them on Twitter. Let's do some Twitter. LinkedIn? LinkedIn, yeah. Yeah, LinkedIn. Okay. We're going to put the, all those links in the show notes. Uh, Stover's going to make that yeah. happen. But uh, thank you for subscribing to the podcast. And, Thanks for uh, having me. We'll, we'll check you out. Uh, check you guys out next week. Thanks.